well, blow me down with a feather if Pullback Reveal don't have a sponsor in the form of JokePit.com, the comedy box office. Oh, yes, they are an amazing group of people who predominantly sell tickets for live gigs. Can you remember that? Do you remember when we used to go out and see live comedy? Well, that's what they predominantly do. But they also, during these difficult times, are doing some absolutely sterling work when it comes to promoting comedians, still helping people put some live uh, content out onto social media and streaming stuff and podcast support like they're doing with us now as well which is absolutely amazing you need to check these guys out get yourselves along to jokepit.com to see what they're up to um, for all your comedy needs and wants and desires and some stuff you don't even realize you need uh, is on there as well and hey look if you're a promoter or a stand-up yourself and you're looking for someone to do a bit of promoting for you to help you with those ticket sales and with any other content that you've got you know, you'd be hard pushed to find a better place to go. Check them out. Jokepit.com, the comedy box office. Hello, and welcome to this series two, but now on episode nine. Racing along, aren't we, guys? Racing and today we are racing towards a good old chum of mine that doesn't make sense a good friend uh, but also a magnificent performer and stand-up comedian Vladimir McTavish now you might remember that Vlad was on one of the special pullback reveals that we did for the Edinburgh Festival Uh, remember when we used to have those Um, speaking about his show last year and I thought it was time that we hooked up with him and had a good old chat about everything and got him on a long form episode and we do we have a, a lovely natter about what things were like before BC I think as uh, many other people have made the joke before me and also plans for the future how things might pan out um, what he's doing on lockdown and how he's getting through his days um, it, it's, it's just a couple of mates once again um, chatting really for your pleasure so I do hope that you will enjoy it uh, really soon dependent on when you're listening to this but at the time of recording in two days time on Saturday the 25th of April yeah I've got that right a couple of days time Saturday the 25th of April uh, Vlad is appearing at uh, or at is incorrect I should say on and live episodes that we're doing of not this show but a very special format that we have come up with to stream live on Facebook and loads of other mediums as well in conjunction with our sponsors jokepit.com uh, where he will be performing on a show called Randomizer, along with some other amazing stand-ups, John Scott, Raul Coley, and Sadia Asmat. Uh, you'll recognise all the names. Everyone I've worked with has either been on this podcast or was, well, or has gigged for me at club nights, basically. I, I like the people I work with. We tend to go back to them, but it's because we know their quality and they do a fantastic job. Um, so we can't wait for that. That's going out live in a couple of days time so if you are listening to this in plenty of time for that and you don't know about the Westeds Comfest that is going out live now because it was due for this coming weekend just a few days away um, get yourself on Facebook over to at Westeds Comfest or search 
Westersbury Comedy Festival. Uh, do the same on Twitter as well, and you'll find all the details of the four shows that we're doing over the 24th, 25th, 26th of April. And hey, do you know what? Even if that date has passed, all the stuff's still going to be online. We're keeping it up there. Um, so we can rack up those views uh, so get yourself over as I said to the Facebook pages of uh, Paul Battenville and Wested's Comedy Festival and you'll find all the info there so should we get on with this without further ado let's uh, not not hold you back any longer uh, from the marvellous Vladimir McTavish and we get straight into it of course we do see you on the other side no that was that was what I thought was fucked at first, so I went on Google Chrome and it's still yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know, mate. Maybe it was I just know. fuck all the... of it, fuck all. And well, it, I find it... out over the last three weeks, I know even less than I thought I did. <laughs> mate, that is well, that's that's all. I'm, that's all I was checking in for. So we can yeah. end it there, mate. We can end uh, it there. How, how are you um, keeping? You're all right. I'm all right. I'm good. Yeah. I'm. To be honest, I was bored shitless for a couple of days, and then you suddenly get into this bizarre um, kind of uh, pattern Stock, of Stockholm syndrome, or whatever they call well, it's it. Not, it's not so much that, it's just, you kind of, it's a bit like a goldfish in a tank, in the, you you know, the goldfish expand to the size of the tank they're in. Yeah, true. Your, your day kind of contracts to the amount of shit you don't do. Um, but uh, having said that, I've managed to get quite a lot done. I've managed to do some painting. I've tidied my office. I'm working on my Facebook page and my website. I'm uh, nice. I've done a one live. I've done a couple of live gigs. Um, well, I've done one. I've got another one coming up. Um, you mean like on the internet? You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did one at the stand. Okay, first, cool. Yeah. First weekend, uh, before you know, before the total lockdown. The yes, first yeah. Saturday when you could still have, you know, five people in a room. We had a crew and we all kept two yards away from each other, two meters away from each other. They're still do and then they've done another two since then, but people have been phoning in stuff. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen them doing that, and uh, yeah, but it's, it looks quite nice actually. It's um, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's it's all on. on, on a, I mean, it's a, it's not ideal, is it? It's not yeah. what we It's not like at any point they were going to say, "Do you know what? Let's fuck off these audiences. We don't, what do we need a live crowd for? You know, this is yeah. no no one would have chosen to go down this route with uh, what everyone's up to at the moment." It's oh. good that you've finally got all your, your admin and your website sorted, though. And uh, Yeah, yeah, I was lagging behind and all that kind of shit. Uh, the thing I'm most glad about was I got back from Australia on my scheduled flight. Because I, I wasn't doing Melbourne. I did Perth and Adelaide. Okay. And so I was due to fly back on Monday the 16th, getting back here on Tuesday the 17th. So uh, that was fine. That was fine. The, um, these these dates don't mean anything to me anymore. You might as well be talking about yeah, like, yeah. Well, like I got 1985 or something. Yeah, I got back the week before the lockdown fully kicked in. Okay. It was when people were told not to go. The people advised not to go out and advised not to do international travel. What really was worrying me, I wouldn't have minded being stranded in Adelaide. That would be all right. It's a nice place. I've got a lot of friends there. 
what was really worrying me was I might get fucking marooned in Doha. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In Qatar for the duration. And I was going to sit there waiting for the 2022 World Cup. No, no. Um, yeah. Adelaide or somewhere like that. Yeah. I, I, you know, if, if someone, we'd probably all quite willingly get on those um, convict ships anyway these days, wouldn't we? Oh, yeah. so, if, so if they'd have said, oh, we're going to have to put you up somewhere out here, you know, it'd be, oh, really? Oh, go on then. All right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you don't want to then end up somewhere where you'd be uh, probably put the work building the stadium or something anyway, mate. Yeah, this totally. was going on. <laughs> what was bizarre was uh, you know those airport smoking rooms. They're yeah, like, it's kind of like it's like a fucking massive big cupboard. Right? There were people walking around the airport with face masks on and then going in there smoking. Love it. Yeah, I love those little uh, little <laughs> little chambers of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're and they're so small at some airports as well, yeah. aren't they? It's yeah, like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think um, is it Amsterdam? One that they've got in their airport there is like one of those, which is like, yeah, a hundred people squeeze into the room that you you wouldn't even want half that number of people into. Probably yeah. wouldn't won't be doing that any. Well, there won't be that many people in the airport anyway, so you'd probably get it all to yourself. <laughs> If uh, there was any international yeah. travel going at the moment, um, but now so how are you? I mean, you? I'm guessing your kids are keeping you busy. Yeah, they are, mate. I've um, so I was kind of obviously the the deaf side of it is a downer, you know. So I'm not I'm not um, yeah. trivialising that at all. Mm. But the general idea of not going to work for a couple of months. Um, yeah. and having like loads of time to get some stuff done was actually quite attractive. Um, yeah. But the reality, the reality of it is, is that I probably feel like I've got less free time than I've ever had at the moment. Yeah. Um, just because it's like you know, it's you know, they're both very young. Aren't four you? It's only the, and yeah, yeah. So it's a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So the one-year-olds just. You know, not not that bothered about it. laughing in the face of it, mate. Couldn't um, couldn't care less. You know, four and the four year yeah four year olds kind of well, she knows what's going on. Um, I've I've said it on other episodes of the pod already, but it's almost quite yeah. She's got a really good handle about what's going on. She every day at some point will say something about the virus or when the virus has gone. Can we do what? this or can we do that? So. I tell you what, she's got a really good handle on it. They should uh, invite her to the next Cobra meeting. Well, yeah, if, if it was, um, if they weren't all, I don't know, doing whatever they're doing, they're licking door handles and or sharing pints of saliva or something, yeah. whatever it is that bloody bloody muppets are up to. How they've yeah. all managed to infect each other? <laughs> I don't like... know. I I think like with Johnson, I actually until it all. Oh, well, even still, I'm not convinced. I reckon it's a fucking bit of propaganda. I don't reckon he's got it. I mean, know, so yeah, the, so the the take on that would be that so that he can come back out and say, yeah. "I'm really, really one of you now," kind of thing, yeah. you know. And I know what you've been through. I've beaten the virus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for to, for yeah, martyr. Don't you have to die to be a martyr, though? You well, do, don't you? You know, we're, traditionally. Yeah, traditionally. <laughs> I, 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 like I, I know that. I just think he, he, he's so fucking out of his depth. He thought he fancied taking a couple of weeks off. 
yeah, just like, yeah, oh, I'm feeling a bit under the weather, guys. I reckon I could, uh, yeah, so it, it's, um, yeah, weird, weird situation with, um, and I love the clips that, that you, I'm sure you've seen them on the news, you know, where someone's taking the press conference and then they're like, yeah, those lovely stills you get of them like licking their fingers to turn a page or like, yeah, 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 const- yeah, that, yeah. constantly. Ru- Constantly rubbing their faces. Don't touch your face, and then we're (laughs) licking our fingers to turn the page over. It's I'm 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 tuning into the Trump ones most evenings as well. Um, So I'm just living off a very little sleep at the moment because obviously the kids still get me up at like six in the morning. But I've decided that because at least because I don't have to go to work, at least I can sort of handle being up till two three o'clock you know every morning kind of thing so i'm like been tuned into the trump ones there um they're always quite good fun those conferences one one just for the pure madness of trump using them as you know as a a rally basically you know because you can't have can't have them at the moment but one thing if for people haven't spotted it so they they have less people in those conferences now um in terms of like press but also to start with behind trump like you you probably saw it you know there'd be like you know he normally has like 20 people behind him yeah, yeah. Like all squeezed into a really small space so mm. obviously they've like had to limit that now so they, they tend to have like two or three of them basically stood behind him now and you know so that they can keep you know yeah. social distancing and that kind of thing it's just great whenever trump leaves the mic for someone else to go up um, he, it's like he always goes and stands in the wrong, like not in the gap behind well, him. So he'll yeah. go and like stand really close to Pence, and then you'll see like Pence have to like change, like walk across the back of the the uh, podium kind of thing to go and stand and get a bit of room on the other side again. And then right, Trump yeah. goes back up and then walks off that side the next time, and they're all just like, look, you know, you catch these little glances now and again, don't you, of people behind him saying like, what the fuck is this guy up to what the hell's going on man how's um because obviously you're uh, you're this podcast um scottish correspondent um and you know you can you can put that on your cv if you want to mate you can have that Um, (laughs) um but i was going to ask you like how's you know how's all of this being taken up in scotland but you're not so much our our man on the street at the moment are you you're more like the man in your, your lounge well, the difference with up here is we've got a government that appears to know what it's doing. Oh, I knew you'd rub that in my face at some point. Yeah, but, go on then. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it's it's very much like it is down there. I mean, people are... It's, it's just a weird atmosphere around, isn't there? I mean, I... You know, when you're in supermarkets and things like that, there's a kind of like... You feel paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> People get, you know, and and people are behaving in a weird way as well. But I tell you what's good. I'm I'm very much enjoying. Uh, I'm enjoying my round of applause every Thursday. <laughs> I was out. I was out for you earlier this evening with a uh, uh, four-year-old. Actually, stayed up for it tonight. So we've got yeah. a clapping you as well, mate. We were no. It's great. It's great. I mean, our neighbours really come together in this because we don't really yeah. have much contact well, apart from the people right next door. We don't really have a great deal of contact with people on our street and we really have come together and we've given each other a wave every Thursday and we start, we, uh, last week, my wife took this massive, big fucking bell. 
<laughs> and this week, the next door neighbours had got one too. <laughs> it's brilliant. The guy over the road came out in fancy dress tonight. So. Oh, nice. Well, you think he did? You yeah. didn't see him that often. Unless, it might be yeah, unless, he old, <laughs> unless Thursday night's always his fetish night when he dresses as a schoolboy. <laughs> Yeah, strange. I totally forgot. I must go and applaud the emergency services. <laughs> I won't be able to cheer with this ball in my mouth, but um, I, I can, I can still clap. If anything, the uh, the lever will help amplify it a bit. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it. There are elements of that, I guess. You know, of um, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. I keep going on about my kids and stuff on this podcast at the moment but probably because mm. I'm stuck at home and I'm seeing them a bit more than I'm actually getting to know them a little bit at the moment you know from not being at getting home two mm. minutes before they're going to bed yeah. you know kind of thing as I, as I normally would do during the week so um, it's it's quite again nice might not quite be the right word but like from a four-year-old obviously there's no there's none of that cynicism about stuff yeah. you know it is pure so she's because of what she just like they talk about at school and the way that you know you're you and I am sure remember when we were kids and you know the way that they talk at school about the politics that was going on or the prime minister you know remember when you were a little kid and like yeah the prime minister was like this wow kind of <laughs> you know yeah. thing before any of the the, the hatred was in your blood, you know, and probably, right, the, yeah, yeah. you know, and right. maybe not the, the, dependent on what part of Scotland you're in, I guess, or what mm-hmm. part of, you know, Glasgow, wherever your school might have been, of um, like the same, similar to the royal family as well, you know, it yeah. would have been like, this is the queen and kind of thing, you know, so she's kind of, it's nice to see, after all my years of cynicism and bitterness mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing, it is, you know, through this, seeing it, you know, the way that she reacts to, wow, everyone's out clapping, you know, and like, absolute, like the look on her face when we took her out tonight and everyone on the street was outside and, yeah, you know, yeah, it was, you know, she's she's got it from the innocent side at the moment. Two weeks ago, I, you know, I almost was in tears at it. Yeah. Just, uh, it is so moving. And also, certainly tonight, an ambulance went right past our front door halfway through it, which is great. You know, and, and the bus drive, we, we are on like several bus routes here. Okay. Uh, both, you know, uh, both times we've given a round of applause to the bus driver when he stopped because the bus stopped right over the road from our house. Okay. Because they're, they're on the front line as well. And yeah. Must be fucking weird because I've only been on a couple of buses since the lockdown, and it is bloody strange. Yeah. yeah you, well, yeah. We, so we we're sort of steering clear of obviously with the youngsters as well. You know, like <laughs> properly limiting our our contact. You know, just for the not wanting to for the sake of a stupid journey somewhere. You know, risk yeah. anything or or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like the. The way that you look at a bus when it goes past now, and there's just like one guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like everyone yeah. Peer, peers in the windows of the bus, like who's on the bus? You know, it's kind of like a, it's quite a, a, a morbid drive for the. Yeah. Uh, it must be quite somber, I'd imagine, for the bus drivers as, as well at the moment. You know, everyone just gawping at them as they, uh, as they go past, and you're wondering who's in there. Are, are you getting in yet? Hours, um, statutory. Um, 
exercise I am day. I am and that's the one thing that's keeping me sane uh, I always was a runner anyway um, right. uh, it's something I love it's always been part of my daily routine and if I wasn't getting out for a run I'd be going fucking mental yeah and it is really good because it's a really good way of getting your head together and you know just but also it's just a very good way of getting out and getting a bit so I'm actually running more than normal I've kind of up my mileage a bit so it's quite good so I actually feel probably I'm more active than normal because quite often if I've got a gig at night I'll just use that as an excuse to do bugger all during the day except get yeah of course get to the gig do it get off um, get home, or if I'm if it's a gig in Edinburgh, start drinking. Mm. <laughs> well, you uh, don't want to risk a, a a twisted ankle, do you, Vlad? Before you, oh no, certainly not. Jump up on stage, I'm, mate. No, I I am keeping myself very healthy. I mean, there is of course impossible to get hand sanitising gel, but effectively that is just alcohol. Yeah. So, I've just been taking it internally and sweating it out onto my skin. That is very a very efficient way of, of, yeah. of doing it, I would suggest, mate. Yeah. Kind of a constant, you know, keep topping up, and it's a, yeah. a constant supply, isn't it? So, mm. no, good on you. It's um, yeah, it, we, we're probably going to get into a weird scenario of where, despite the thousands of you know, tragic deaths that there's already been yeah. of coming out of this as like a healthier nation, like ironically, because well, you know, the, we know. the pubs, yeah. are, the pubs are shut. The most, yeah. most of the restaurants and takeaways and stuff are shut as well. And everyone, it's like, I'll keep your voice down a bit in case they're out in the garden or something. But, but I, mate, all I'm saying is our next door neighbor doesn't normally go for an hour's walk every day, you know, right. but yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, they're yeah. they've embraced it. You know, they every, everyone's like out and about and, 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 and using that time. And we now know how to wash our hands. It's, yeah, so there's been less cases of, um, uh, like, food poisoning and just general yeah, people yeah. having the shits and that kind of thing, apparently, while this has been going I'm on sure, as well. And, sure I, and the planet's benefited. The planet's benefited. Um, the record low number of people going to A&E in March. Mm-hmm. Um, like the lowest it's been since records began of the number of people turning up an A on E, which either is probably a combination of one people thinking I'm not going to the hospital because I'll probably catch something, yeah, and like you know wanting to stay away from it, but probably shows as well that there's you know an awful lot of the time wasters probably are thinking, oh yeah, I probably don't need to go in this instant at all, you know. I, I guess the one thing though, but like seriously that I have considered is that I'd imagine there's an awful lot of people out there that aren't wanting to bother like the medical services at the moment and might right. be feeling like that, you know, that they would actually be a burden on it. Whereas yeah. th- there's probably some people out there who should be, you know, but, but you can't go to your, you, you know, it's not even harder than normal to go to your GP. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, if people aren't turning up or going to the hospital about stuff, then I guess that's sort of a worry, isn't it? That, yeah. And we're not really hearing that message. You know, no one's actually come out and said, look, we, we, we do need space. We don't need people wasting our time. But yeah. for fuck's sake, if you, you know, if, you, you, if, if part of your anatomy is swollen yeah. to twice yeah. the size, like, 
please make sure that you still come in and, yeah. and, and see someone, you know, like you're still welcome. Um, the yeah, other, I imagine there's a load of that going on. The other plus side is it's made life much easier for hypochondriacs. Okay. So peace Very true. Because, you know, usually... You know, most hypochondriacs normally in the course of a day would have had about four or five different things wrong with them, but not now. They just get coronavirus. Continually. Yeah, it would. So I was actually off. Yeah, I was off work for a week before we were told not to come back in again anyway, because I had a couple of symptoms. But it was like, um, obviously, it was completely genuine that I was, you know, feeling a bit crappy and stuff, but um, it was like the easiest week off work to ever get. Because you know? yeah. it was like, phone your boss and say like, yeah, a little bit of a fever and a uh, bit of, you know, bit of a cough and headaches and stuff. It's like, don't come in, whatever don't you do. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, you know, stay away. So, yeah, for people skiving, they're probably losing the kick though of um, skiving work at the moment. You'd be like, what the, being... We what do you mean? Yeah. You've told me not to come in. Shit, that's completely lost the thrill of it. Um, no, it's um, it, it's just really weird. But I think you're right. One of the strange things is how quickly, well, one, how everyone's accepted everything, which yeah. is which is good, I guess. There are pockets of people out there, obviously, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. who aren't, you know, and you do still get. Although I don't know, what's your take on this? I I feel a bit sorry for the sunbathers myself. Right, yeah, yeah. Because, like, all that, like, no one said you can't, it, you know, the whole thing is social distancing, isn't it? Yeah. So, surely, if you go and sit in a field on your own or with the person you live with, what the fuck is the problem? Right, that, that seems fine to me. Um, like, yeah, I don't get, like, the big uproar about, oh, look at these people in parks. And it's yeah. like, well, what if they've not got back garden and if that's how they're choosing to spend their hour that you're allowed outside for i don't really see an issue to be honest i think as well quite a lot that's old library footage they're using it's not actually they're just using library footage of people in parks enjoying themselves do you reckon i think so because if you think about it if people just needlessly in parks surely it exacerbates the situation send a fucking camera through there. Yeah, yeah. It's um yeah, I've bit I've seen a few instances of like at like pointless on location filming that's been going on on the yeah, news yeah. and breakfast TV that obviously I wouldn't normally get a chance to um I wouldn't normally get the chance to make myself as angry. First thing in the morning, you know, uh, by yeah. not not normally being able to watch this stuff, but um, yeah, obviously a bit of bit of Piers Morgan at half past seven, mate, is a guaranteed way to buddy yeah. piss you off for the day, isn't it? So, well, to me, uh, he's you know, not, I've been there. Yeah. He's, he's, but he's, he's, he looks like he's riddled with every virus known to the medical. <laughs> <laughs> it probably makes him completely immune. It, yeah. We could probably, you know, we could probably roll him in the stuff, and it we wouldn't look any, we wouldn't know if it, yeah. if it's got it, would we? We'd kind of be like, if anything, we might even say, "Oh, you, you're looking quite perky there, yeah. Piers. You're looking uh, yeah, you've been on holiday, mate. I don't know how they worked out he had it. Yeah, so uh, have they come and said that he's actually got it now? Because I thought it was, um, I, I think that's one of those of. 
they just like decided, yeah, living living with someone that's got symptoms or something like that. Yeah, or they've just decided it'd be a good idea if he self isolated, <laughs> which it would be. It'd be always a good idea for Michael Gove to self isolate. No, I had a tet. Sorry, Michael. Yeah, you've that. We, we've had confirmation, mate. You're riddled. You're gonna have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's um. Or he's probably not wanting to be left out of the Boris thing as well. Yeah. He'll probably be like, yeah. "Oh shit, Boris has said he's got it." I, uh, oh, in some quarters, they're uh, they're they're making out that he's a hero for, you know, not being as careful as he should have been. You know, I I, I fancy it. Fancy a bit of that. Uh, have, have you got any um, plans for if it takes a turn for the worst? Like, a, you know, I'm not saying that I'm expecting people to start turning into zombies or anything like mm. that. Have you have you have you got an escape plan or nope. emergency bag, perhaps, or anything like that? No, because wh- where can you go? Well, there's well, literally nowhere you can go. <laughs> no, well, I've. So I've I've always been a little bit obsessive with um, like end of the world scenarios. So mm-hmm. um, I like this is the best thing that's ever happened to me, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I must admit, mate, I'm in my, I'm in my fucking element here, you know. And uh, yeah. all those all those years of my wife mocking me for you know the kind of uh, you know safety procedurals that I'd have us running totally. through, and you mm-hmm. know all 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 that sort of stuff. Um, but um, no, I have. I will. I will admit it, and this is the first time I admit it. I have made like anima. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous saying it because, mm. like you said, what the fuck is anything that I've got in the house going to do? But there, there is a, a, a special bag. I kept it. I won't say where. Kept in a special place in the house, um, easy, easily accessible. With like, if we did need to get out of dodge, kind of thing. You know, right. like this is like grab make. If I forget it, I'll I'll be kicking myself, and I'd be absolutely gutted, mate. If mm. I just get a mile up the road and be like, ah, oh, the the magic bag, I've forgotten it. But yeah, so I put some stuff together, and I have got I have got an idea of location that I. Right. <laughs> it hey, just sounds so stupid. Best place yeah, to go it, uh, China. Probably is the safe. It's just it is, getting. Yeah. So I, I, I'm imagining like, a, and again, I don't mean to trivialise stuff, but if anything, we could probably do with a, a bit of trivialising at the moment anyway, can't we? Oh, so it's, um, yeah, so my scenario is a bit more than people just having a cough, obviously. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm expect almost said hoping for. I'm expecting a bit worse um, than that in my scenario. But uh, yeah, I've... Um, my whole problem was I had a story tape of like Day of the Triffids oh, that I right. used to, yeah, yeah. that I was sort of like too young. I think I must have been too young to, I don't know where I got it, for, how it ended up being in my ownership when I was about mm-hmm. six or seven years old or something like that. But I just used to like every bedtime, like, you know, pop it in the uh, old cassette recorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and of, yeah, and and just became. I think that was the problem. It's that sort of then started to train my brain, and it was probably the hours that I was asleep and the tape was still playing. <laughs> you know, like subconsciously, this message going into my brain of, um, yeah, escape plans and what you do and yeah. all that kind of thing. But but Might Scotland be, would, yeah. would be my plan anyway. Scotland's my yeah. destination. Yeah. Well, there's more space. 
it, exactly so that it's always other humans like if you watch like walking dead or any of that type of program mm. it's always the people that aren't infected or the ones that aren't you know turned into zombies are the ones that always end up killing the heroes off you know the main mm. characters so it's all about keeping away from other people yeah that that's like the I say the secret to it, like yeah. it's like it's a real thing or anything. Uh, of course, you're, you're lucky. Yeah. You're there already. We are here already, but then you see, um, we are a nation of uh, five and a half million people. Every single one of whom has an underlying health issue. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Is being Scottish <laughs> is itself <laughs> an underlying health issue. Yeah. So it. It's the. It it does seem like that like the numbers coming out though were uh, much lesser in Scotland. Is that just yeah. um, a, a a distance thing between towns and the number of people there? Do you think? I've been thinking it's quite seriously about this. Yeah, because you would expect Scotland to be higher. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not... like a it's like a, an old people's home. Yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's that, and and just basically people have worse health. I mean, usually health figures here are much worse than UK-wide. Uh, I think it could be two things, uh, or actually it could be three things. It could be that Scotland... I think the English numbers are skewed by London. That's the first thing. Because, oh, as they always are on every yeah. part. Well, yeah. because so many people are living so close together, uh, and more, you know, infection rates are higher. Um, and there's that. But I think also we may be just a few days behind. Right, okay. It could, it, it could just be that the virus is on a different um, space and it's spread in Scotland than it is in England. Um, the third thing, it could be different ways of reporting. Right. Uh, and that's quite a simple thing that... Uh, they could just be reporting deaths in a different way. The one thing that really surprised me, Northern Ireland is really low. Yeah. But I worked out the reason for that, which is Matt Hancock, when he was telling us how to wash our hands, he said the easiest way to remember it is to sing God Save the Queen. <laughs> so half the population of Northern Ireland are continually washing their hands. Oh, God, they're probably... Down to the bone by now, aren't they? Yeah, we just wait till July. We do need <laughs> marching down the streets, washing their hands. <laughs> what what song? Uh, what song do you sing, Brad? Uh, when I'm washing my, hands, I don't. I just look at the what I look at uh, the, the second hand of the bathroom clock. Okay, nice, good. What song do you sing while you're wiping your backside? <laughs> I well, again, I've never actually. Um, <laughs> Never actually done it to music, but you know, uh, there's a first time for everything. Yeah, I um, yeah answers answers on a postcard. Yeah, uh, to actually no, don't post anything to me, please. Uh, email me um, right. with yeah answers as to what what song uh, Vladimir can be um, carrying out any daily duty. Actually, we should have your whole day. If I can set up a whole day for you, that's accompanied. By like a feature, <laughs> dependent on what you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. and and how long you do it for. Um, obviously, I I could get you know I could get a bit seedy with that, couldn't I? And uh, yeah, yeah. So if I if I was a cleverer, witty man who hadn't been 
talking homeschooling a four-year-old constantly in arguments i should say with a four-year-old as i have been right. for the last fortnight i'd probably my mind might be a bit sharper and i'd be able yeah. to suggest you know what 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 songs you'll be making love to and that like a very short song that's a joke that's yeah. what i'm trying to say but that i i can't think of one so i'm the i'm the fool <laughs> in this situation vlad and i <laughs> I'm like heckling myself now. So uh, fuck it. Well, yeah. here, uh, <laughs> uh, I must say it was a real shame that uh, West Inchbury Comedy Festival had to get cancelled. I mean, it's not the only thing that has been, but it, yeah. uh, it's one of the main things. I think. I think it's. Quite, I think that it's like West Inchbury Comedy Festival, Olympics, yes. and then London. yeah. <laughs> Some, something like that, yeah, whatever would be next under it on the list. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, fucking typical, isn't it, mate? That, yeah. You know, I you go to um, plan the world's greatest comedy festival for the first, wait until you're 43 years old to do it. Yeah. Um, and then um, a, a life-defining uh, pandemic hits. Well, I'm kicking myself um, for going on a speed awareness course. Right, yeah, good. Yeah, fucking hell. No, because I've got nine points in my license and I was done for speed. Thankfully, I was done for speeding in England, in Yorkshire. And so I opted to do a speed awareness course um, rather than go on to 12 and lose my license. Uh, And I went down to this two days before I flew to Australia, went to Berwick and Tweed. For seven forty-five in the morning, okay, <laughs> to go to the speed awareness course to keep my driving license, and I'm thinking if I'd lost my license in December, which is when I agreed to do the course, I'd have had it back by the end of May. Ah, yeah, and, and I'd have had a clean do, license. Do you I'm, start with a clean slate? Do you? Is it like? Yeah, if you lose it, you do. But I'm, I, obviously, I've done the the course, so I'm still on nine points. Oh, you, yeah, walking that tightrope still. Yeah, yeah. but at the time I said, "Oh God, I'm really going to need my license." Um, especially that <laughs> week. No, because what made me think about it was that weekend I was doing West Didsbury. That weekend was yeah, yeah. utter bloody nightmare if I didn't have, if I didn't wasn't able uh, to drive. So- so you're saying it's my fault, Vlad? Is that no, 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 that's your fault. That's the thing with that's the thing with you speeders. It's always someone else's fault, isn't it? It's always there's always a reason well, for it. So always justified. I look on it as being um, actually, I look at my driving status as being seventy five percent carbon neutral because you get nine points. So fair enough. <laughs> And three quarters of the way to being a hundred percent carbon neutral. There you go. You you you're doing your bit, mate. I should yeah, be thanking uh, you actually, if anything. I, I I should we should be congratulating you for that, mate. And um, yeah. <laughs> no, to be fair, I I I took I opted to do one of those myself last year, um, and obviously, like everyone else that was at the 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 course, the session, whatever yes. they describe it as, that I was on, I was. Um, you know, completely, um, you know, indignant that, you know, you know, that I actually deserved or should be there, you know, for my misdemeanor, which was, you know, the fault of the road signs or the, you know, the something, you know, every, everyone was telling a little story of how, you I, know, 
oh, quite enjoyed it. Road and I'm sure they changed it and blah blah yeah. blah. And... I quite enjoyed it. Um, it was that, done, yeah. My first three points, I get done for. Um, uh, it was a speed camera in Newcastle in a street that had gone from forty down to thirty. And even friends of mine who live in Newcastle didn't realise it was no longer a 40 year old. The only reason I was in the car was um, I was staying with a friend and I, it was a really cold day and I didn't know if they'd be in. So I thought, and I'd been to a cafe. I was, so, I was so cold, I had no sensation in my hands at all. I thought, fuck, imagine if they're not in and the heating's not on. So I just I was driving my car to keep warm, right? Yeah, and I hit a speed camera. Just the like, <laughs> easiest way to keep warm was to drive around and with the heater on. Well, yeah, and obviously the quicker you drive, the uh, the, the uh, faster it warms I up. I hadn't factored that one in, but yes, well, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to get that engine yeah, going, yeah. officer, to uh, get the. You know, what would you have me? Freeze to death, would you? Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, you'd get away with it now, wouldn't you? Because they're yeah, all spending the time making sure people are standing two meters apart from each other, yeah, or checking people's shopping bags. Yeah. Apparently, there's some stories come out which I don't know whether to believe. Uh, what they're checking what people have been buying at the shops, yeah. Have you not seen that? So, there's yeah. several uh, Source, uh, our sources tell us um, that mm. you know, not never saying who the sources are and why they would need to be hidden for this kind of story. It's not a bloody, you know, you're not going behind mm. the Iron Curtain or anything like that. Um, so, um, yeah, people's bags while they're out, policemen looking into it and saying, "Why have you bought a packet of peanuts and a six pack of tenants?" Um, this this isn't essential shopping, therefore your trip out wasn't essential that you did it, and here's a fine for being out. Fuck. Right. I would say yeah. it's essential. Can well, you just yeah, say... And yeah. <laughs> I would say this is this is my dinner. Um, yeah. you know, or this is my week shopping. I will I, I have four uh, peanut four peanuts for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm on the new peanut diet. Anyway, I'm going to get this beer, uh, officer, because I'm having a house party tonight. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, yeah more, more, more for you, officer, for thinking this isn't essential. Let me explain why. Yeah. <laughs> right, officer, I'm going to drink this beer in a dark room on my own. <laughs> But that, that that confuses me though because when I saw that it was well hang on then why are those shops fucking open yeah like they've decreed which shops are allowed to be open you know mm-hmm. like the uh, the you know whatever they provide you know well these these are essential the off licenses were left off the list initially but then got added on right um, and I can't remember who I heard saying it but one argument was. That people with a drinking problem, right, yeah. need need access to alcohol, and we like like we don't want another. Basically, it was like, oh fucking that we we don't want the alkies kicking off as well if they can't get their fix, you know. So we better keep. I we don't, think we, we don't want you know all the 
But it's, yeah, social, that... it's social order, isn't it? If the if you weren't able to buy alcohol, there'd be a fuck. There would be trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, if yeah. The, if though they're saying that that shopping in that person's bag, and that was one of the the examples yeah, that yeah. they gave with someone, they had some snacks and mm. some wine. Yeah. Um, and they were told that that wasn't essential, and it would be like, well, I got them from yeah. a shop that's open. Well, Go yeah. and shut yeah. that. Yeah. That's a bit. That's entrapment, surely. Otherwise. Yeah. Totally, totally. To I, have a nice, an yeah, ice cream van pull up and then the old Bill jump out from inside, you know, dressed as Mr. Whippy and uh, yeah. say, ah, oh, you shouldn't be buying this. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't do if you weren't here. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what the situation is in Australia because I think they've got pretty similar lockdown to us. Yeah. Except in Australia, it's like, well, it's like the States. Uh, you can't buy booze in supermarkets. Right, of course not. No, it is uh, liquor stores, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, same in Australia, but bottle shops. So, I mean, usually there's a bottle shop right next to the supermarket. In fact, sometimes there's a bottle shop in the supermarket. But uh, yes, I don't know what they're doing with them if they're shut. That's my task for tomorrow. I think you need to you need Find to out the situation about bottle shops in Australia. Yeah, the the. Least roving, roving reporter in the history of yeah, yeah. roving reporting. I, I'd like you to, uh, yeah, mm. if you could report that back into us, mate. I will come on a live video link for you. Wait, <laughs> fuck it, we'll fly by the news standards. We'll fly you to fucking Australia, mate. Fuck it. Well, I Take a few, mate. Take a few, mate. Do it. Yeah. I might just do it now. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I think it's I about five at the moment as well. So. Yep. I am googling. BWS. See, we're showing these news teams how to do it. They don't need to be. So the the other day, while while you're doing that, I'll, this is this is how we're a professional uh, uh, broadcasting open. duo. Here. Oh, it's open. You found it already. It's okay. Open. Yeah. Open. Good. Oh no, it's closed tomorrow. But that is because it's Good Friday. Are you looking at a particular? Bottle shop. I'm at the looking moment. at what was my local off license in Adelaide, uh, the BWS, which stands for Beers, Wines and Spirits, <laughs> at the Royal next Royal Oak Pub in O'Connell Street, and it is uh, yeah um, closed, but it's open ten o'clock on Saturday morning. So anyone in North Adelaide, well, you'll be totally aware of this if you're listening in in North Adelaide, the BWS is open as normal. There you go. Thank- well, they, that's great. Um, well, yeah, a great community. Um, well, global service you provided yeah, yeah. there, Vlad. That was uh, that was that was nice of you to do that. Um, my filler was going to be on um, GMTV or whatever they call it these days. Um, they had someone at one of the. Have, have you seen the little sites that they've set up for NHS workers to go and get tested? Like these oh, yes. drive drive through yeah. things yeah. that look really like the little car wash things that they have like set up in Tesco's car park. Oh yeah. Or in uh-huh. supermarkets. They literally have just taken those, haven't they? And they've said, Oh, we can do <laughs> do testing as well now. Um and they cut to someone at one of those the other day who obviously wasn't there on their own because there would have been a minimum like a cameraman with them there as well. Yeah. Um 
and Piers was asking them, you know, oh, it, you know, is it is it busy there yet? Then, you know, if you see many people, and the guy's response was, no, they don't open for another half an hour, and it's like, what a absolute pointless journey that was that you've actually yeah, yeah. they needed you basically didn't they to google for them <laughs> when does yeah. when does the uh, coronavirus testing center open um if we're wanting to get some nice footage in the background of people driving up having it done um let's go when they're open and not just bloody drive from wherever they had to uh yeah spread some mm. blo- bloody bugs around now it's um yeah, we're we're so. Um, I don't know about you. I'm sort of every hour. I'm sure maybe it's more if I actually recorded it, like tapping onto a news app or something on my phone, or yeah. you know, sort of glancing at it. It's um, yeah, human nature, unfortunately, isn't it, to keep checking in on that stuff, even though you're not going to see anything at the moment that's going to yeah. cheer cheer you up at all. Um, well, Sweden apparently, I don't. This might not be the case now, but Sweden is pretty much normal. Yeah, so they've they've said everything's alleg- staying open. Yeah, yeah, allegedly they've said sod it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, we'll, we'll keep going out. So they are going, they are going for they're full on going mm. for the herd. What, yeah. what do they call it? Immunity, herd mm. immunity is what they're going for. Um, which I actually think Boris that we're doing here as well but they've just told us that we're not <laughs> yep i think they're like when there was that bit of an outcry when boris was suggesting that that was going to be the approach mm-hmm. um and they were like oh okay then we won't do that and it's like hang on no but it, are we still doing it yeah because <laughs> there's enough people still going to work and it's not that strict is it like have they even called it a lockdown yet i think it's just us that call it a lockdown, isn't it? Like us normal people on yeah. the streets. I don't think that those words have ever been been said from government. Not to the extent of, um, you know, some, somewhere like France, where or it is Italy, where it is, you do not leave. You know the fucking and and they're properly getting checked when they go out. France mm. have got. Um, you have to go on a website or an app to register before you go out that you're going out and the reason that you're going out. So if, if you get stopped, they can say like, right, what's your name? What's your postcode kind of thing. Um, Oh, doesn't, did you register that you were doing this trip? Where are you going? So, and I guess it's that sort of, um, that, that old fashioned way of managing people, isn't it? Of kind of saying, well, you know, if you've, um, if we make people have to ask to do something, they're less likely to do do it for no reason, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're just not going to like bullshit, are you, I guess, if you're filling that in and say, oh, I've got a really important journey, and then you get mm-hmm. caught bloody, I don't know, around the back of the bins doing something you shouldn't do. If, uh, yeah, you shot yourself in the foot there. So, yeah, yeah. We, we've, we've not gone that strict with it. And the fact that we've still got these... That you could still go and get a bu- walk out your door and get a bus tomorrow if you wanted to, or mm. in London you could go and get on the tube. And you know, it's a, if you can work from home is still the language that they're using. If you yeah. can work from home, mm. so you know, I'm quite lucky. My my company fairly early on said 
well, first of all, work from home was the initial message. And about a week later with, um, I have been officially furloughed, furloughed basically. So, um, I'm not allowed to do any work, um, because it will mean that they wouldn't, if it was found that employees were doing work, then they wouldn't get this wedge of money from the government to, for the contribution to our wages. So, um, but that's a, a, Another thing on that. So you know how they were pushing it's like 80%, 80%, 80%. Yeah. So the small print of that is that it's up to 80%. Yeah. So so much bloody small print and all these things, isn't there? Yeah. So I don't, I'm not receiving even 80% of my salary now while I'm off. Yeah. Well, loads of businesses haven't even been getting any getting the money at all. No, very true. How our... I mean, this is the the thing sort of linking back into comedy a bit, isn't it? Of this is the worry is that how many businesses will survive, and the ones that are absolutely key to comedy yeah. are those independent bars and yeah cafes yeah, yeah. and restaurants and whatever they might be that give up their their room a couple yep. of nights a week or once a, or we've got that that basement you can use or the upstairs room mm-hmm. or something like that. You know what's going to happen if they all go off. Off, yeah. off the grid. Yeah, or looking at it, looking at it positively, uh, bars that do reopen, and I think most of them will, because, uh, but, you know, once they do reopen, they will kind of have to put on more stuff to get people in the doors. So it yeah. could be that they'll actually be more focused on doing things like bands and comedy and quiz nights and, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah, to get in people order out. To, I guess, yeah, in, yeah. yeah, exactly. What worries I, I guess me, it's... Sorry, uh, Matt, go on. What worries me is that there might be restrictions on numbers of people at first. So it's going to make it difficult to get gigs together. Yeah, I've been considering that. Like, what are places like, um, yeah, what would you do for, you know, venues like the stands and the glees and the store even, you know, of if you're only allowed 50 people in the same room, then you can't justify, can you justify opening that night Yeah, because of staffing and costs of, Mm. well, and, and your bill as well. You normally, unless you're one of those big, ones but you know you think of all the independent promoters out there mm. who were uh, who are generally speaking saying like right i've got 100 tickets to sell yeah. um that that means that my budget for booking my acts is, is this it, march yeah. Yeah. If, oh. if that gets halved immediately then it's i mean open mm. spot heaven i guess for filling the bill but or, or or yeah. or paid act nightmare of them being all asked for oh, i'm really sorry mate but come and do this gig but I can only pay half of what I used to because, yeah, as yeah. you know, we're only allowed 50 people in the audience now. I think if that was the case, most people would say, yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, probably. just because, you know, we're all in it together and, you know, you'd have to be pretty, you know, pretty hard nosed if you insisted that promoters still paid the same money that they would for a 150-seat venue if they were only legally allowed to have a third that many people in the room. And the one thing you can bet is that it will not be viable to put ticket prices up because people aren't going to have the disposable cash. No. 
no, that's the thing. It's um, yeah. So my whole thoughts about when I relaunch all my stuff that I I get up to and everything as well is kind of a yeah. It, it, it's that balancing act. You almost want to. I, I'm absolutely desperate to give like to help the acts out. You know, yeah. genuinely. You know, I want. You know, I want to get gigs running again. I want the festival mm-hmm. up and running again. You know, to give people some you know, do some work on their behalf, some hard promoting, fill some rooms and give people a good payday and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's going to be that that balancing act. Is, yeah, like we said, if you're just not allowed to do that to yeah. the, and that's to why the I same degree right. for a period of time. That's why I think you're right on two counts to postpone for a whole year. Yeah. Festival. It just meant that, one, everyone has got the date and everyone knows when it's going to be. Yeah. It'll be... 12 months later, but also second, this just gives you the running time and nobody knows how, you know, things are still a bit up in the air here in Edinburgh about what's going to happen in August. I mean, the Fringe has been cancelled, but the Fringe are saying that if people want to put on gigs, they will support them. They will allow their website to be used for selling tickets. They will have listings. So they're going to provide all the infrastructure that was there. Yeah, cool. and, and yeah, madness of me not to have asked you about that as well. So the the Ed, Ed Fringe le- have left it later than the Olympics to um, announce well, they, that they, they've officially cancelled. They've officially cancelled, but yeah, uh, they have said, look, if things have changed, we will support people putting things on. So yeah, and and the thing is, I mean, it's going to be mid June before anyone can make a decision. Yeah. So what kind of shows are you going to have and stuff yeah. like that anyway? And it's uh, and what kind of audience are you going to have? So there's normally, yeah. but with all the festivals that are on sort of during that, over that six week period, aren't they all overlapping each other and yeah, different yeah. stuff going on up there? It's um, there's normally I mean, millions again, of people that are heading there. So again, it could be a case that um, if there's some stuff on, um, people will come because I think one thing people are going to be wary of once they're out and about after all this is over it's going to take people people are going to be all the way I mean I have said that I keep on getting emails from Jet2, Trail Finders God knows who else you know, <laughs> yeah giving me oh, oh look at our amazing deals and yeah that's quite good um, but I think people are going to be wary of you get, you get arrested if you step yeah. step for, <laughs> if you yeah. see with a suitcase heading to the airport yeah it's like, one of, I, it's I like the, the off license trap again people are going to be wary in August about taking holidays abroad yeah well, yeah no one might... no one's going anywhere yeah. yeah and I think if Edinburgh, if there's stuff on in Edinburgh, I think the one thing you can be pretty certain about is that accommodation and everything else is going to be so much cheaper than normal. Because that's always a real off-putting thing for people. Is yeah. So, what, what's what's your like viewpoint? Because the the sort of the circuit, if you well, you have to now because you know we're not seeing people um, mm. to sort of have the conversations face to face. But mm. the you know from the from the forums online and everything, it was pretty much mainly maybe it was more Londoners than anyone else. I don't know uh, yeah. London based acts who were like basically saying, "Will you just hurry up and bloody say that this thing is cancelled? Like this is yeah. ridiculous on on loads of different levels. It's ridiculous." Um, the sort of the the moral one of 
even the idea for the health risks that they'll still be at mm-hmm. that time and you know all in it together and you know everyone's staying in but you're saying that there's still going to be this huge arts festival potentially mm-hmm. happening um yeah. but also i think they were still until quite late on people were getting the emails about paying money and you know oh, do this right. yeah, yeah. and do that as normal yeah. and so was the viewpoint a bit more supportive of the fringe up, I think, like, I, I for, think, for scottish yeah. base acts than it was in the yeah. rest of the place I think so, and I think I think people, um, I think people up here kind of felt the decision, if anything, was made a bit too soon. Right, fucking I, hell. Right. I, I have a feeling it was London promoters like Underbelly and people like that that kind of pushed their hand into cancelling it. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Once you get those guys pulling out, I guess, then it's a huge yeah. financial difference to the whole oh, picture as well, isn't it? Understandably people from elsewhere are having to organise their accommodation and God knows what, months in advance. So, yeah, I can understand people being a bit edgy. Well, paying to be in the brochure and all that yeah. nonsense as oh, well, God, kind of thing, you know. So. Refund that or hold it over till next year. Right, yeah. yeah. They have come out and said that. Yeah. Be fair to them. Yeah. Um, no, that, that, that's interesting then that, yeah, up there it was almost seen as, yeah, a bit of an early call on it. Are, oh, are you... Yeah, but- are people like absolutely gutted that it's not happening then? Well, I mean, yeah, because it's pretty much you're kind of working all year towards it. It's one of those things. It is what it is, and there's no point in getting and you know there's no point in uh, wishing it was other than it is. And there's been so much of everybody doing that over the last three weeks. I'm sure that you'd think, well, this is the situation we've got. We'll deal with what's in front of us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Are you thinking of, or have you been thinking of your material for when you when oh, we come out of this as well, and you're yeah. thinking again? Yeah, I've got some gigs in the diary. I, my Glasgow Comedy Festival show has been rearranged uh, for. Well, I'm doing one in. I was meant to be doing Glasgow Stand during Glasgow right. Comedy. Right. Yeah, yeah. That that was cancelled. It's now been rearranged. Actually, it's been rearranged for all three venues now. In July, right? Okay. And then that's so cool. Well, it's a show we're going to bring to West Didsbury. It's sixty minutes to save the world. It may well be the world's not been <laughs> the most ridiculously titled show ever. <laughs> yeah, when there's no world. Lately, so, so, yeah. yeah. Where were you last year, you prick, with this show? Yeah, we're yeah. a bit late well, with this information. I, I did it in Edinburgh last year. Um, well, they, well, there you go. More fool anyone that didn't come to see it because they would know um, yeah, exactly yeah. what. A bit like me with my um, my bag under the uh, kitchen yeah, sink, yeah. mate. That's uh, yeah. all ready for for the the zombie invasion. Yeah, yeah. All, all ready to go. You're obviously you normally um, a lot of your shows of over the years will be you know satirical, political yeah. edge, and and social commentary and that kind of thing. Do, and that's what, yeah. Is, that's is it is it too early for for you? say that you're right to do something about this situation that we're in now. Do, oh, do you think it's even yeah. possible to get the humour from it? Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to be. It has to be. And you have to address it. Um, and no, no, no. I've, I've already got some stuff that I've, I've done some daft things on social media already about it. And that's, you, have yeah. to, you have to laugh, because otherwise... Uh, 
what is the yeah, it, 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 so I've sort of explored this with a, a couple of like guests on the show recently. Of um, it, it's going to be interesting to see audiences' appetite for like what sort of humour they might gravitate towards sure, after yeah. after this goes back to normal. So, is it going to be a you know who's going to be the the king or queen afterwards? You know that will rise to the top because everyone either wants pure escapism. Or mm-hmm. people will feel we we don't know what a turn of events there might be and mm-hmm. how angry people might yet get with our you know our respective governments for you know yeah. if there's a major cock up or a leak comes out about different info and and that might push people towards thinking well no actually we're we're up for a bit more conversation yeah. and Surely. exploration of this you know so yeah. I, I I think that's going to be like one mm-hmm. fascinating element I, I've said this on other episodes that have already gone out but you know i guess maybe the hardest position to be would be the the guys and girls who are sort of um you know or what's the terminology that i'm i'm looking for on this so where they're i i I don't know i think you maybe you have to go you might need to be really surreal or really political but that sort of that that middle ground of um, observational stuff yeah. might, I, I don't know, I, I, that almost, it's maybe it's just where we are today. Yeah, because yeah. it will just be, you know, how could you, you know, how could you stand up, you know, if Geek started again tomorrow, you know, going up on stage and saying, do you, do you remember well, Spangles or something, you know? When I, I mean, and I flew out to Perth, um, and then it was in Adelaide. So it was nowhere near, uh, but I flew out to Perth at the end of January when the bushfires were still raging in New South Wales and Victoria. But I was nowhere near any of the areas affected, particularly not in Perth, which is, you know, by the time I got to South Australia, everything had kind of died down. But uh, no audiences at all wanted any material vaguely about bushfires you know the, right yeah no, yeah, no, no, yeah. Matter, no matter how people dressed it up it always just it always was met with complete silence so was that from there's they'd seen too much there have been too many people trying to do it so no, it was sort of o- o- overload or or they were just like it was too painful or raw or yeah i think it could for be it could be the first actually to be honest, Kev. It could be that just oh everyone's made that joke already. It could be that. So it's like a Brexit, isn't it, over here now? Like uh, oh, talk about like, Brexit well, is a bit at least on the club circuit. If you were doing a show and that yeah, was the theme, then you'd get an audience that were in, interested. Yeah. So you wouldn't have the issues. But yeah, club club comics doing a starting out, you know, opening well, your set with jokes about Brexit now would be potentially depending on how good the material is you know yeah, i guess it, there's always a, a great joke to be written on something it's a bit like audiences in milton Keynes really don't want to hear another joke about roundabouts the number of times i've seen people in milton Keynes do jokes about roundabouts and the audience is, yeah we've fucking heard that one before <laughs> anyway um are you still there? Yeah, I am now. Oh. I did lose you for a moment. All right. Uh, I've just noticed... Did you just give us the, the... You just gave us a cure, didn't you? You were explaining the, 
the, the I, cure I for the virus. Or how it started, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I go, what? Oh, we've missed... We've missed it. Oh, no. Never mind. Well, come on. Just go after him again. And now you should, please don't, but now you should, like, shoot yourself or something. And So I need to take that message to that, Vlad, no, no one fucking heard you, mate. (laughs) Don't jump. Don't do it, mate. (laughs) I'm not lost you again, have I? No, 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 no. Oh, I was fuck. just listening. Oh, I was listening to you. Oh, oh God, I thought, don't do that, mate. Uh-huh. Don't, no, no one does that. Uh-huh. Not, I've, I've learned that even more over the last two weeks of being at home every yeah. day, mate. Bloody hell. The, some of the... My, my, I, my, our, our four-year-old girl is an extremely strong-minded, uh, strong-willed um, feminist already, and I applaud her and support her on that all the way, obviously, mm-hmm. um, because that's exactly how you'd, you'd want your... Uh, little girls to be isn't it strong-minded and not taking any shit from people and uh, determined to get to where they want to get to um but earlier today she was this is why i couldn't be a teacher vlad so (laughs) we were we were doing like a bit of homeschooling um and she was doing a bit of writing and stuff and she was writing the word made so the word made unless i'm wrong and i'm the, the wally here um is spelled M-A-D-E. Um, she was insistent that there was a T on the oh, end of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, she argued about it for a few minutes until it got to the point where I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, whack a T, go on, whack a T on the end. So, yeah, I would, it's, yeah, it's probably a good job that I'm not in the education system officially because I... I, don't, I just don't think I, I just can't take the 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 argument and she's so good at telling me that she's right about something as well that I normally you know cave and just agree with whatever viewpoint she's got I'm, I'm raising an idiot basically I'll probably get um a ton of uh yeah criticism for that but it's uh no she's very good at arguing her point that's all I'll say well if she not if she can carry that on for the rest of her life what matters she spells shit wrong well, exactly, mate. She'll probably perfect um, CV for future prime minister or something like that, and it oh. just fucking it, 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 Trump. You know, she's mm. from the. You know, she is a. It's going to say a Trump baby. She's. I am the father. Um, <laughs> she is not a Trump baby. I'm pretty certain of that, at least. Anyway, uh, yeah. um, her dates wouldn't check out and stuff. So, um, yeah, you're right. In this in this day and age that we live in, who needs? Um, who needs facts and the truth anyway? Hey, mate, just make your own one up. So, no, she's uh, she's got into that. Um, awesome, man. Look, Vlad, it's been... It's been an absolute pleasure, Kev. Um, yeah, it's always a I'm, treat chatting with you, mate. Yeah, same to you, mate. And um, do, keep, do keep putting these out there, man. Yeah, we'll keep doing it. We've got some um, bits. I need, need to have a chat with you as well about some stuff. A couple of bits of additional online that I want to do. So, um, okay, sort of, yeah, just semi- drop me a message anytime. And like I say, I'm going over till fucking middle of June. Yeah, well, ho- hopefully, some bits we can sort of, it won't be much, but that we can sort of then push uh, some pounds oh, your yeah. way and all that sort of thing as well, mate. So, it's it's all about supporting the circuit at the moment. And totally. obviously, yeah. like for, for people who are still listening over an hour in and stuff it's um yeah you know every every business obviously is needs support Mm -hmm. and people out there are really 
struggling at the moment as well as you know. To and everyone, yeah, every, everyone anyone who's listening, within, go on, to mate. Who's listening wasn't an hour in. I say, well, you got a fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they haven't at the moment, Brad. So this well, is quite obviously not. This is a captive, literally a captive audience. Don't tell them there's other podcasts available. No, no, we're we're probably we listening to the the oh, only one is, at the moment. Yeah, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. So, um, sure, yeah, sure. but it's um, yeah, for you know, there's loads of people doing online stuff at the moment, and most of the time there's a little donate button or something in the corner. So, um, yeah, I know for a fact from the couple of bits that I've done already, even someone chucking fifty p at it or a, a pound mm-hmm. at it, you know, is um, the yeah, the uh, it, it it pulls at the heartstrings, you know, and does sort of um, yeah help everyone that's carrying on, and it's sort of a uh, you. Know, yeah, we're all trying a bit to support everyone at the moment, aren't we? So it's uh, yeah, it's it's good to do that. So a big thank you to everyone that's getting stuck into that. Uh, cool. Vlad, I can't I can't wait to see you in person again, mate. And um, me too. Yeah, look please, forward. Please do keep safe. Obviously, if the situation worsens, I'll be um, you'll be, I'll under, be up under the stairs with your bag. I, I will be, and then I'll be heading up your neck of the woods, mate. And uh, uh, I'll be glad to see you. Yeah, I'll I'll meet you up in the Highlands somewhere, and we'll. What, what what I so basically I might as well say that the plan is just to find like a distillery somewhere yeah. in the Highlands that's yeah. deserted and sort of you know just lock myself in there for to, <laughs> until it all blows over. Cool, yeah, it's not a bad plan, that. is it? <laughs> I'll see you there, mate. Paul, thank you very much. Cheers, all the best, all the best. Stay safe, I, love I, you I, and yours. Thank you, you too. Thank you very much, Vlad, Vladimir Tavish there, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you enjoyed that. Um, that was a lovely chat. That was always great to catch up with Vladimir. Um, fantastic value for money. You always know you're going to get a lot out of Vlad. And, uh, you know, that's one of the fantastic things about him, to be honest. And I didn't really mention this, so I'll, I'll chuck this in there now. I first met Vlad over a decade ago quite a few years over a decade ago potentially uh, gigging up in Scotland myself and then invited him down to do some of my little shows that I used to run in Manchester and um, kind of in the in-between years we stayed in touch and commented on on little bits of, of each other's activity and work in between uh, but Vlad's always been amazing and superb of any project that I've had on the go of you know just giving up his time and willing to support it and get involved in stuff. He would have been performing at the West Isbury Comedy Festival in just a couple of days' time from now, as I'm recording at least anyway, but he's now involved in the online version of the shows that we're putting out. Um, So I've said it, I'm going to keep saying it because it's only a couple of days away, but if you're listening to this, you can go back to it. All the stuff will be online. So just check out our own facebook page at pullback reveal all the links will be there but the main page to go to is at west Didsbury comedy festival and obviously give vladimir a follow and uh, search out his work and see what he's up to online a great catalog of stuff from tv and podcast and radio shows and obviously absolutely smashing it at gigs around the country as well um we'll leave it there for now guys thank you very much for listening in again if you're following the timeline and doing it in order, the next show is going to be the live one on Friday, the 24th of April. The first live one we've ever done, being streamed video as well. 
with the I'm so chuffed to have got this guy with Beef Bigrafo again would have been at the festival uh, but he's doing this for us as well so we're doing a live pullback reveal on video not scary at all uh, <laughs> Boothby's going to whip his guitar out and give us a couple of songs as well so again if, you, if you're listening in the future obviously um, go back and check them out all the stuff will be there but if you can be there to support us live at the time that would be hugely hugely appreciated thanks once again Vladimir Tavish. keep safe everyone wash your hands look after each other and I will chat to you again real soon